Hey, it's Karen Hunter from the Karen Hunter Show on Sirius XM Urban View. Here's a highlight from today's show. We had him in last week. Lamond is here, by the way. Lamond is here. We were having a, uh, a discussion about uh, TV, and he told me not to watch Invasion, which wasn't on my list, so I'm okay with not doing that. Uh, also, Smith and I had an off-mic conversation, an argument about succession, which I loved uh, the season one of it and now I'm like everybody sucks there's nobody to root for and you know like Dallas and I grew up in Dallas and Dynasty you gotta be able to root for somebody you gotta be able to see some sort of you know change in some of the villains and the people like JR you you hated him and then somebody shot him and then he came back he was nice for a couple you know like there's no redeemable character in succession not even the cousin who's six foot eleven and he's weird and wishy-washy and weak. I'm just so sick of everybody and Tom. Oh, everybody. Uh, and then you go bring Sanai Lathan on, and then we don't <laughs> see her anymore? Like, we see her in bits and spurs. You need to make her the damn star of this dry-ass, slow, corny show with Jeez. all of these horrible people. Now that's, I want to watch. That, that's how I feel. <laughs> it's pretty heavy considering how much you loved it from season two. Yeah, that's I'm I'm fair weather. I I've never ever said anything that if you if it turns it's gonna turn and then it's permanent. That's how I feel. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Oh, wait, let me honest. introduce you. Let me introduce you. So joining us, he's a, re, re, a relationship expert, but he's also a comedian. And Smith, you can come back. Uh, he was here last week. He'll be here again whenever he feels like coming in. He is Dante Nero. Welcome. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up, Smith? Lamont. What's that? Okay. What up? What up? All right. So you were saying, Dante, you wanted to jump in on the succession. Do you? I was watch gonna it? say that's just that's the the truth. It's just you 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 don't like something, you don't like something. Mm. I watched I watched uh, Animal Kingdom, like for, and 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 I mean it was always somebody to root for. Like yes. it, it was changed. It it it, it kind of changed. I I bailed on the last season, but I think I'm gonna go back. Well, when they got yeah. Smurf, so I saw what was happening with Smurf, and I don't do I don't do them, you know, deterioration, people dying type. I'm like, I already yeah. see what's gonna happen. I can't rock with her. But Smurf, what's her name? Ellen Ellen Barkin. Ellen Barkin. Oh she my gosh. That. Oh my gosh. What? But then I stopped watching. Yeah. It's like you don't have her. She was providing. You know, she yeah. would kill everybody and then bake a cake and make lasagna. Yeah. And it hey, was baby. like. Yeah, Hi, baby. Yeah. <laughs> you okay, baby? And oh like, my gosh, everybody's dead. But come, let's eat. And it was just—it was so complicated. Uh, yeah. But go ahead, Smith. You, 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 you like Succession still? You still like well, it? Well, what I was going to say is it's kind of similar to think of other shows, even like something like The Sopranos. How many redeemable characters are really on The Sopranos that you still rooted for in some weird, cynical way, or just sometimes, like Succession, laughed at them because of how horrible and stupid they were at the same time? That's well, how I think. You you had Big Pussy and even Tony, you know, when he's he had going to, to root see for Big Pussy. Big Pussy. Yeah. And then, yeah. you know, he was going to see his psych, his psychiatrist, you know, so he had that, you know, he had so those he was trying to, he was trying to be a better dude. Right, and, a yeah. good dad. He was pretty much a good dad. A good how he dad. loved Meadow, you know. But he, but then you basically realize that he's a sociopath and he was taking all these therapy sessions and learning how to be a better criminal from them. That's that's neither here nor there, Smith. There were <laughs> redeeming issues, the redeeming qualities to him that you could still yeah. rock with. There is nobody on succession. Well, None maybe because he was he was relatable, and that's that's the key. That's how you you find characters to root for. So, are you saying, Karen, that no one on this show is relatable to you? Nobody, nobody. That There's... that that I can agree with. There nobody. is nobody relatable. Like, 
like damn and as a black person too like even tony soprano we know tony sopranos you know what i'm saying we know tony yeah. sopranos i'm from jersey we yeah. know we know what that culture is do you know yeah i don't get this succession culture one other note I wanted to make about your watch list. I know you. I actually started watching a man named Scott, not Steve. Okay, um, thank you. <laughs> uh, last night, thanks to you, and I'm someone who my generation grew up with Kid Cudi, and I'm sure you saw parts in that uh, documentary when they were talking about how he saved certain people mm. from the annals of depression and whatnot. That is true. Not necessarily for me, but I know that his music definitely identify with my generation so you may have not fully right it's, appreciated it, it but, no, but I, re- I put it on the list because i recognize kit cuddy's not he's not a c- cookie cutter rapper for this time and i like that he marches to his own beat and i got to it, learn some things it was an it. absolute uh, nostalgia trip for me and oh. uh I definitely, uh, I was glad to watch it. So if you're in Smiz's age group, you're going to love a man named Steve, named Scott. <laughs> I like Steve. Now, now Smiz, Kid Cudi and Frank Ocean, those aren't the same two people. Are. Those are different no. pieces. Oh. Stop it. Stop it, Lamont. So just because no, a man wears a dress. To... I'm going to ask Dante this. No. Thank you. <laughs> just because a man wears a dress that does not have anything to do. Like, Lamont, stop it. Doesn't no, I anything. was just trying to make sure I knew which one was which because I wasn't. Oh, oh, the mind. Wasn't sure. Oh, come on, come no on. Shots. All right, so um, speaking of that, Dante, do you do you have a problem with men wearing a dress? I mean, what? Look, I, look, I ain't gonna lie. I grew up '80s hip hop. You know, you can't grow up '80s hip hop and not have some level of homophobia. But I've been working on myself. I've been I've been working on myself and opening my scope. And I'm and I'm I'm like whatever, dog. I mean, you know, I was a, I was an ex stripper. I used to walk around. I had a purple lycra one piece jumpsuit. <laughs> I looked like I was doing uh big uh, giant bobs- Barney like looking. I was, I- like I was going to bobsled. I big, was doing Jamaica. I was a- big penis looking bar Barney looking. This- <laughs> With 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 slouch socks and boxing shoes, oh. and I was oh, walking wow. down oh, wow. in, okay. in East New York, trying oh, to wow. and whatever you want to catch this, you could catch this. Hmm. <laughs> I, <laughs> did, Karen, wait, I did a you, show. Wait, do you have pictures? I need to <laughs> the see the visual. Socks, though. Of course, the I, socks. well, I mean, you know, I got the I got the pictures on my gram. Smith, put my gram stripper pictures up. No, gram stripper. Oh, 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 <laughs> gram stripper oh. pictures. It's on the gram. Oh, okay. Yeah, the, uh, what's, what's your What's your Instagram uh, handle? What is it? Dante Nero. The Dante Nero. Yeah. The Dante Nero. Now, is it? No, with yeah. the socks outside of the, you know. They slouch down. You don't know nothing about slouch socks, young man. Yeah, but but not with a with a with a uni. Not with a uni. I had a oh uni on like a bobsled suit and a cowboy oh hat. Oh my god! And I was ah. in New York. I was in East New York, ah, like whatever. Cowboy hat. Ah. Come at me, son. Wait, wait, <laughs> wait. How far back do I have to scroll? All the way down. All the way down. Go oh my down. god! Wait, is this you with a turban on? With a turban? No. In? Who the hell is this, Dante? The original. Oh, it. is this your father? Wait, yes, got, that's my dad. Your father was a stripper. Hold on. No, wait, he was, he was, you know, my, it's funny because my uncle used to always oh. beef because every chick's house he went to, that picture was on their mantle, and my oh, uncle would be like, he, on, he got on. here first. Come on. <laughs> Yo, okay. Wait a minute. This picture, you standing way too close to somebody. <laughs> where, 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 where? Oh, wait. You got on like um, 
like a the, fur, those, a fur yeah, hoodie, yeah, yeah. a fur hoodie with one leg out and a booty mm. teeth. Yeah, it was a, this is too that much. That was my 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 winter mandingo outfit. Oh my gosh, <laughs> too much. And you had hair. Look at this. Yeah. Okay. All right. Your was that your wildest stripper outfit with the lycra? No, you. I mean, I would wear like Foot Locker tights with chaps. <laughs> okay, all right. right. Foot Locker tights with chaps, with chaps, ass out chaps with the tights underneath. Oh my Cowboy God. boots and a and a spaghetti uh, tank top. A spaghetti tank top. <laughs> Wait a minute. This was this at private functions or is that a club? Was you it, one I was the... in the street, son. I was in the street with that. Just going walking around Brooklyn. That's confidence. You were going confidence. to a gig? Not just going to the library. I was going to the library. I don't know. Oh, okay. All right. Wow. Wow. He's one of the Niggendales, I see. Okay. I was like, come at me. I got a knuckle game. Yeah. Don't even try me. You can try me. Yeah. We'll see. I'll tell you something. The, the, um, uh, I was doing a show on Bushwick and Gates Avenue, Bushwick and Gates Masonic Temple. And they had, it was like where it was like, a, they had a female stripper for the guys and they had me for the girls. And they would take all the guys and put them up in the balcony, right? And they were, um, they were looking over, guys were looking over the balcony, all the women were on the dance floor. I'm doing my thing on the dance floor. And the dudes in the balcony, they start chanting, uh, I can't, I'm a, a homo? Okay. All right. They were oh, okay. chanting, go homo, go homo, go, while I was dancing. And I I told, and I, you know who, I can tell you who was spinning. Biz Markey was spinning wow. at the party. I said, yo, Biz, cut the music off. I was like, anybody want some smoke, come downstairs. <laughs> the next dude to throw beer from the, from the balcony, come down, you could get this smoke. <laughs> and they was like, he ain't talking to me. I was like, I'm talking to you. <laughs> Dante wow. must have been a whole festival. Oh, I wish I, I, wish I, I had known you there. We, we would have oh, been hanging out, boy. Where, where were you at? Where did you I, hang out, Karen? Not there. Not at the, you wouldn't find me where, at the strip club. No, what, I, what? Didn't, I didn't go out. I wasn't I wasn't a club person. He's, he's still available for birthday parties. <laughs> Where did you where did you, you grow up, Karen? Uh, East Orange, East Orange, New Jersey. Uh, oh, I, okay. So I used to go to um, Club Eighty Eight. Yes. Okay. Oh, with wow. Sam. Here it goes. With <laughs> Sam, you know Sam. No, I don't. Goes. I didn't frequent these places. I didn't. And the, yeah, you I just knew come, about him. You I knew about him. Eleganza. East Orange Club Eleganza. Yeah. I went and there Eleganza. once, and it was uh, oh, cash, yeah, money, once. and some other people. It was a yeah. lot of lot of women. Uh, it was like cash. Me, I I'm, know cash. That's yeah. my man. Okay, so I'm standing. I'm sitting there like this is weird to me. Do you know? Like in some. Yeah, of if the, you're not into it, you're not yeah, into it. Yeah, I was I like, this it. is too strange. I can't do it. Uh, my father like wanted the, me to pledge Delta, so I went out with some girls that were Deltas, and they and they, yeah, they took me to the up. Club Eleganza, yeah. and I'm like. This is y'all. And, and then the fifth time, then the fifth time the, the you fifth went, time you was I like, went, I've had no, enough. I didn't go I've back. But yeah. what I found interesting <laughs> is that, you know, there were relationships, like women thought they were in relationships. I'm like, none of these guys really want you. That's how they I was, felt. We did have relationships. We just had, is it, you just cut <laughs> a little piece off for everybody. 
Yeah, it's that's like a what, birthday I, cake. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I, I'm not a sharing type of person. So I was like, this is you really? Somebody got to pay the car note. I got somebody got to pay the oh motorcycle. Note. You got to. Mm. You don't want to. This is yeah, yeah. They got kids. I, you I, don't want to take money out their kids' mouth. Right. I sense that. <laughs> so I'm like, what are we? Why are we here? Is there going to yeah. be a lasting bond? See, that's a. Where's the lasting bond? Are we getting where's, married? There's nothing. Where's none of the intimacy? Happening. This is yeah. not happening. <laughs> it's like too, too weird. Strange well, I, thing. I, I w- Go ahead. I went to Baltimore. They had a whole crew in Baltimore. It was a different crew in Baltimore called the Body Snatchers. And each one of them had sick. Like they didn't. Them dudes had it where they didn't work. They just had six mm. or seven women. And they just would service these women and the women would pay the bills. They would have them driving around see, in Corvettes and Porsches. See, and see. Yeah, that's like reverse pimping. It's yeah. Re- reverse. Reverse pimping. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, like. That's just pimping. It's pimping. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't yeah, like that. It is just pimping. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that would never be anything that Lamar I would said, do. no, that's, it's the yeah, same it's thing. Just, it's just, but, but, you know, I, I was watching um, Eva uh, Marcel, or what, is that her name now? Eva Pickford. Uh, she has mm. all queens, all the queens men, where she's the uh, the head queen of these strippers in this club and she's got yeah, yeah, I mean yeah, yeah. It's, it's a really uh, it's like t- not Tyler Perry but it's it's tr- it's trash it's fun it's a lot of yeah, fun yeah. and and it's a whole behind the scenes and she's got Bolo is one of the you know Bolo yeah. is the one that y'all if y'all watch um Housewives of Atlanta he's the one that was the scandalous stripper from last season who apparently mm. has uh a very very uh large member apparently yeah. very large um, and so, uh, you know, she's, she's running all of these strips and you see all of these backstories that, you know, are probably true. All of the, now, the did they, do, did they beef up? Did they beef up? Did they yeah, do that? They, yeah. And one of them almost lost his penis because he was, uh, oh. constantly doing that and it was cutting off the circulation. Well, they, about- so, so what? here's a great, they used to use. So, you know, they initially everybody was talking about a cock ring, right. but mm-hmm. they don't do a cock ring. They they came up with this thing where they would take an ace bandage, like a, a like an inch and a half of an ace bandage. They would put an elastic in the ace bandage and they would wrap that behind the testicles to keep. Then you had to, like, go back and loosen it up for a while and then go back you beef up again and go make more money and whatever. But there, I know a dude. With a, there was a dude, uh, his name was Artis from uh, from Baltimore, like 16 and a half, like really ridiculous. Like there was a dude named Prince Machiavelli <laughs> that had a, 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 you know how you have the extra pinky? Right. right like yeah, he had an extra yeah. penis, like a small little penis on the penis. He had a penis on the penis. So, Mer- uh, Prince Machiavelli. Yep. Wow. That's a, did, were they both functioning? I didn't really ask, but I mean, I guess. Right. I right. mean, Let's find out, Prince. If you're listening, eight six six eight. We have questions. We have questions for you, Prince. We need to know. We they were both working. Eight six six eight zero one eight two five five. But yeah, you could lose um, lose blood supply, and you yeah. you can um, lose your whole penis doing stuff yeah. like that. Now yeah. the goal, the so doing that, you you you're what? Just keeping a semi erection. No, that, you got a full a erection. full erection, and full that erection. that's great for the show. Well, it the culture of the business changed. So when I when I like I started in like eighty nine, and when I did eighty nine, there was no beefing up. Like there was 
you had the performance and dance and stuff, whatever, but you didn't, and you, you know, there was costume and stuff. And then Baltimore and Philly, not so much Philly, Philly didn't be for Baltimore and DC. They created this thing called the illusion. Uh, it's called the illusion G string. So it, it's a pouch, like a, like a, you know, a whole snake where you go, your whole penis goes in it. Like a but sheath. It all, but it, it was like high waisted. So it came all the way under your belly button. So when you look at it, it looks like you're measuring from the waistband all the way ah, to the tip of the trunk. Wow. Okay. Wow. Call okay. it the illusion. The illusion. Right. Right. And right. then okay. they would beef up and they would put the ace bandage behind and then whatever. That, that was the thing. And so, but when it came to that, the, D.C. and Baltimore would just be kind of like shaking and grinding. And, but there was no real dancing. You know what I mean? Right. Like, because you can't, you got to, you, you got to, you running around with an erection. Mm. So I didn't, I didn't beep up. I didn't beef up. So how many people well, fainted? <laughs> I, I, yeah, yeah. I'm going to say I, I, I did, I beefed <laughs> up at private shows, but I didn't do it on the oh. regular. Right. Because you can't dance. So. Right, right. Because you can't like break dance. Yeah, no. you can't break dance. Can't split. And, do the worm. The other, well, they can split, but <laughs> you can do the worm. The worm will kill you. That nah, you got You, you got to just tuck it as you hit the ground. Oh, oh, oh wow, you got out. skills. Yeah. Tucking, yeah. And, tucking and grinding. All right, this tucking is all, way grinding. more information than I ever thought I wanted to know. There we go. There we go. All right, craziest thing uh, that happened to you. you last time, you, you, for one of the first times you were here, you talked about how you messed up your back. Um, yes. Yeah. Was that the craziest when you tr- picked up a 400-pound woman? Mm. No, nah, I used to do that every show. Um, every, I, wait, so th- was it the same woman, or they were different four hundred no, pound? Oh, uh, different, a lot of different. There, four, there can't the be Bronx, that many four hundred pound women in the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Damn, uh, you know why people <laughs> love some macaroni and cheese? <laughs> everywhere. No. you know, right after no. church, you gotta go get fried chicken. Oh you get my dinner. god! And then you come into the strip club, of course, and having Dante that's... pick you up. See, I wouldn't even. Uh, let me just say, that's a selfish person because. Why? I couldn't ask you to pick me up. I would feel too bad to have you pick me up if I weighed 400 pounds. Just I have, just... You got to have confidence. Well, they don't expect it. Okay. They would always go, no, no, don't, don't. And then, okay, okay. boom, and then the crowd would go, ah! you like, oh, snap! <laughs> that, that's why I ain't got no back now. That's no, why. So, yeah, you know, man. Yeah. I had a lady about 400 pounds, and, and she, you know how they had a elastic pants? The, the, you know, the stretchy elastic pants. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I laid her on the ground and I did a front somersault and a flip and then I dove on her. Mm. And then I, I climbed in her pants. Like I took her, I put my feet in her pants and I climbed. Oh, wow. and I, I pulled the pants up. <laughs> <laughs> she had on them illusion pants. Woo! I, was, I was in her pants, in the pants. Oh my gosh. This is too wow. much. It's too much. It's too much. All right. Um, okay. I don't know how we segue into relationships. <laughs> just, oh, all right. Let's start with Lamont. All right. No. So uh, last time you were here, you were giving out some really good advice about being authentic to yourself and being honest. And it's a tough thing, I think, because nobody wants to hurt anybody's feelings. Um, right. You know, but it's sort of like, um, like, like I'll have a, have a you know, psychic or medium on. And I was just talking to somebody and their psychic just had their house burned down and she was telling me all of this. And I was like, why didn't she see that coming? And I feel like, I feel like, you know, people who do things sometimes have blind spots. Like I had a dentist that had bad breath, couldn't go back. I'm like, something's, 
How how you in so, my well, mouth and I smell your and breath? You That's a, you don't know. Yeah, gotta go, right. gotta go. Or doctors, right, right. I never forget driving down the highway, look over my doctor smoking a cigarette, and I was right, like, yeah, what? Yeah. What the <laughs> hell? How do I trust what you say to me? You're smoking. This is problematic. Like things gotta make sense. How do you navigate relationships, Dante? Other people's and and navigate your own. How do you how do you hold yourself accountable in it? Well, everything that I talk about, everything I talk about, I've went through it myself. So, I'm, I mean, I, I think there's things that I I advise to to that, but I don't. Um, it's usually I've gone through it and made mistakes and then deciphered it and then said, OK, this is how I keep from doing this again. And or this is how I make mistakes. And most of the time, even when I make mistakes, I um, I uh, I always go back to what the principles that I was talking about in the first place. And usually if I make a mistake, um, it's because of me not following the principles that I laid out in the first place. Mm. So um, I, and I'm full transparency. Me and Karen just talked about this, but full transparency. So, I, you know, I have the new baby the new wife so my wife I sent my wife to London England she needed a she needed a, a trip away she, she really didn't find now I, I have to say that there were red flags to this at after a month and when she was supposed to come back like she went to Berlin and France and decided she's she don't want to come back so basically Kit took my son and everybody was like oh Blah blah, but I kind of knew that you and me, Karen, had talked about. I knew that this might happen um, because of the fact that she really didn't have any friends here. She really wasn't as authentic as she's like what she represented herself to be in the first place. Um, she wasn't. But to be honest, I saw this like she got pregnant, and I kind of was the red flags was popping up. But because there was, a, you know, this is emotional. I say never, never give emotion of a seat at the table. Mm. Um, and because I was 50, 50 years old, I had no children. She was a nice girl. She seemed like a nice girl. I, I did legacies in my head. And I was like, yeah, OK, I could do this. But I kind of it's like my boy was I was kind of done. Like I, I would it would have. If there was no child involved, the, the relationship would have would faded have ended. out. But mm. so how often does this happen? And I'm going to put out the number, 866-801-8255, because I find, and I have uh, quite a few male friends, and a lot of them pick women for superficial reasons or for comfort, like, all right, I'm busy, so I have a wife that's not going to bother me, that's going to raise the children so I can be the mogul that I am. Uh, right. But but it's not somebody that they actually have anything in common with. And so I'm on the, I'm talking, I'm like, look, you know, like you need to find somebody that you can uh, be with for the rest of your life because a partnership is just yeah. that, right? You are yeah. in the trenches with somebody. So there has to be, they call this equally yoked in the in the spiritual realm, People, you have to be in relationship with people who are on your level, right? right. Or, and she was never on your level, no, right? No. 866. So, you know, I would be quiet because, you know, love is love or whatever. But there's a practicality to relationships where you are spending literally, hopefully, the rest of your life with this person. So you can grow into something, of course, but somebody's not going to gain 20 IQ points 
over, you know, uh, magically, you know. Yeah, you, but 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 what? also, you know, that's not one sided though, because you know, out of all the books that we've read and all the experience we've had in life and all the coaching, there are still people that continue to this day to misrepresent themselves. So if you're on the other end of that, it, it's really no, there's no defense to that. But I would say this, I would say this. I saw it falling apart. It was the baby that came that made me go. I could work this out. Oh. See? And so this was me emotionally being attached to an idea instead of looking at it, looking at it practically, removing myself from it and looking at this practically. Now, something else as when you talk about IQ points, but I, I, even further than that, hurt people hurt people. So we you 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 know, like if you got somebody and she's has is bipolar or mm. depression, mm. Like, I mean, we think about compatibility and stuff, but there's mental illness. There is right. diagnosable mental illness that we don't ask that in relationships. We don't go like, what's your mental health record? Like, what's right. what what's real? Yeah, I mean, that shouldn't that shouldn't, you know, because those, those things can be worked through. But you're but getting back to the honesty. Right. So it's just about yeah, being transparent about. But also what you're suffering it's with. it's it's knowing that that's a present and then yeah. signing up for that yeah, yeah. saying I'm going to sign up for that. But if you have somebody that's depression or they have been sexually abused or, and they're also not willing to, they're not willing to fake because I, I was like, even with my, with my wife, I was like, you know, you should go to therapy about this. If there was an alluding to some kind of sexual something. I, I still don't know what it is. I, I don't know what it is. But there's definitely something that I was trying to get her to go. And she didn't want to go to therapy and talk about it. She didn't want to fix it. So is that a deal breaker? Let's let's talk about that. Like, you know, last time you talked about your non uh, negotiables, you've talked about that before. And I love when you explore that, because I think a lot of our non negotiables are not. And you are very clear about right. that. You say oh, right. that's the line is if this ever happens. And every well, time you allow it, that's not a it's not a deal breaker. How do you stick to the things that you say? Or can you grow? And maybe your deal breakers from your 30s are not the same deal breakers in your 40s and 50s. When do you have those honest conversations with yourself? Hey, this is Karen Hunter. You can listen to The Karen Hunter Show live every Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. East on Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126 or anytime on the Sirius XM app.